What is going on, guys? Welcome to the first official Leatherheads Fantasy Football Podcast brought to you by yours truly, Matt Donahue, co- or host now of the TMD Podcast by myself and my co-host joining me on this podcast. You guys know him. You've read their blogs. Um, Hunter Floyd and Abel. As I mentioned before, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. So, Abel, how do you pronounce your last name, dude? It's uh, Nagusi. N-E-G-U-S-S-I-E. That's how you say it. Okay, Nagusi. Abel Nagusi. Um, every week, you know, we're excited. We're excited to be here uh, and give you guys this podcast. We're going to be here every week. We're going to be going over our our picks, our fantasy football picks, because we're all actually a, in a fantasy football league together. So, regardless of the fact us three are always talking about fantasy football, we're usually pretty right. Um, I'd say we were pretty good last year, even though none of us won the league last year. I thought we had some pretty good picks uh, throughout the year last year. So we we decided we'd uh, we'd make a podcast for you guys um and for the guys in our leagues to listen so we can talk junk on them as well but uh it's pretty much going to be every week we're just going to be going through the games gonna who we think is going to play good our our rosters who's on our rosters because they're probably on your rosters right now if you're listening so that's what it's going to look like every week today's episode specifically we're going to go through the sunday games and the monday night game we're going to give you our sleepers for the week and then we got a little twist a little friendly competition within the podcast that's going to be a recurring thing every single week uh and it's a lose win situation if you if you win the the uh the competition because if you win it you get to pick what the losers have to pay for for a giveaway at the end so the winner's not actually winning anything. They're just winning the prize that they pick. But it's the giveaways for you guys for the fans. So yeah, for the fans, all all this for you guys. So, but um, enough of me talking because we we don't know what Hunter sounds like yet. So Hunter, just just give a little background into into the life of Hunter Floyd and why he's he started a fantasy football podcast. <laughs> well, uh, like you said, my name is indeed Hunter Floyd. Uh, been doing fantasy football actually for a while. My dad actually got me in a fantasy when I was a little kid back when, I mean, it was just really the ESPN app. Um. Back in like oh seven, the days before like fantasy was fancy. <laughs> right, right. Before, before it was little, all this, the, the magazines yeah. and all that. Before it got huge. Um, but yeah, I played D three football with a bell at UMass Dartmouth. I've always had a passion for football, and uh, like you said, we're in a very competitive league now. So glad to be on here. Can't wait to get started. A bell, a bell. Prove to us why we should listen to you. Yeah. Uh, throughout throughout this season. Uh, <laughs> for sure i'm uh like hunter said i already played football with him but uh i'm in four fantasy leagues right now currently i think that's the most of any of us here Jeez. i got the yeah so it's it's i love the the following of games low-key kind of inter intermingles like i got i'm playing this like last week i was playing against josh jacobs but i also had josh jacobs on my team so it's, yeah, it, it see, was, that's that's the thing with like I did that last year and I hated it because like I had Alvin Kamara and I was literally like because like it depends too because certain leagues I don't care about because it's not for money like ours mm-hmm. and then there's yeah. others where I put in one hundred and seventy five dollars and there's a lot of uh, and it seems like your life is on the line yeah so I yeah Alvin Kamara really needed to score that touchdown for me but I didn't like in certain cases you don't really care if they score because you got the lead and that's how like 
I pick really good fantasy teams. So yeah. That's why. So you also got to throw into the fact that you're you're a betting man here too. I think. Oh yeah, love the game. Yeah, you're, you're big. Uh, you're a big better. So that that also plays into your uh, your your love for fantasy. So, with that being said, uh, we probably should just jump into it here and just start with the games of who we think. Let's do it. Uh, is who 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 we think's gonna pop off in these games this Sunday and Monday. Um, and we're gonna start. We're just gonna start with the one o'clock games and just work our way down. I think that's probably the easiest way. So, Flo, New York, Chicago. Who you got? Winners and losers. Yeah, I mean, the New York and Chicago game. Honestly, if you're gonna watch it, you should probably get a busier life. I think that's gonna be a pretty boring game. Facts. <laughs> uh, you know, I was surprised with Mitchell Trubisky. Actually, did a pretty decent job last week went for 242 three touchdowns i like mitchell trubisky versus giants defense that has just frankly not been there the past few years um i mean at all a rusty big ben kind of lit them up so i like mitchell trubisky in that matchup uh giant side I, i like darius slayton golden tate's hurt um daniel jones showed some signs of greatness uh and then obviously saquon he's a guy you know, I have him on my team. I'll start him every week. It doesn't matter who they're playing. So, regardless of, you don't think the Bears D uh, line is gonna is gonna affect Saquon? Not as bad as that. Confident saying that. Uh, you know, I don't want to bet against Khalil Mack, but I will say that Chicago defense isn't what it used to be. That scary defense. That... I mean, uh, let me just make a point here. Adrian Peterson had 10 carries for 80 yards last game. This man is literally 35 years old. That's a running back <laughs> killing this Bears defense. So, it's also Adrian Peterson. Yeah, it, it is. But Saquon is, at this point, better football player. And last week, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh's defense is bar none, the best defense in the NFL. And, yes, uh, true. yeah, I just think they're going to be able to run the football. So... What you're saying is if you got New York Giants receivers, don't don't count on them to go off, have, no, have any big games. I definitely suspect the game to be real close. It's going down to the wire. But the only reason why the Bears threw the ball as much as they did is because they had to, down by four, three scores. It wasn't like Mitchell Travinsky played well. It's just they had to throw the football. So, Everyone adding while, to that, do we think... Mitch Trubisky is going to be have put up or, or not Mitch Trubisky, my bad. Daniel Jones is going to put up numbers against this this defense if Saquon's going to be running it. Is it going to be a lot of what we saw last week? I think I mean, this is, Saquon. I think this is a game where the Giants they're going to run and run it down their throat, and if the Bears stop it, they'll go to the pass. And and the Giants and the Bears really. They're famous for garbage time. Obviously, if it's a close game, I think it's going to be a pretty slow-paced game. A lot of running. All right. I, I know I I don't have any of the Giants' uh, wideouts for this exact reason or their tight end for this exact reason because if you have Saquon on that team and you have a, such a sketchy uh, – not a sketchy quarterback, but just an inconsistent quarterback in Dan Jones because he's young, you know, and right. he's, he's not that great at throwing the ball right now. I, if you have any of their uh, wideouts or their tight end, I wouldn't count on them having a big weekend against the Bears. Right. I, I'd right. expect you're going to see a lot of 
Saquon rushes. So if you got him in your lineup for this weekend, maybe switch about think about switching him out with someone else. Uh, I know you mentioned the injury report, Hunter. On did you say Allen Robinson was on the injury report? Allen Robinson is injured. Um, Ooh, so that's he had a big week last week. Yeah, uh, impressive week. So you know that's it's not a good thing. I believe last uh, I checked yesterday he was questionable. So yeah, I, the, my thing with questionable is, and when you when you read that is majority of the time if they're questionable they're gonna play. Right. Right. Edelman's questionable every single week, and I have him, and he plays every single week. So, like, I, I don't really believe in the whole questionable thing. I think for the I last last year I had so many questionable guys, and I didn't even I don't think I think they always played before the game if they were questionable. Mm-hmm. The first time was I have Kenny or Galladay on my team this way or this year right now, and he was questionable before the game and he sat out last week. That's like the first time it's ever happened to me. So. That's one of those situations where you gotta you gotta wait until, like right before the game and figure out if he's playing right. or not. Right. Yep. And you gotta you gotta have a backup uh, wide out to replace Robinson because that's a that's a pretty big loss if he doesn't play for your team. Yeah, wide receiver one loss. That's that's big in any fantasy league. Um. All right, we gotta move on. Atlanta Dallas. I know we got a Dallas Cowboys, uh, a fanboy here. Flow. <sighs> Yeah. What's up? What's going on with these Cowboys? Just before we dive into the players here, what's what's going on with the Cowboys specifically? You know, I, I think they know as much as I do. Uh, they don't know. They're one of those teams. They can be <laughs> six and ten this year, or they can go thirteen and three. They got that talent. Uh, I like the the Mike McCarthy switch. Was never a big fan of Jason Garrett, uh, but I think specifically in this game, Dallas Atlanta. This is going to be a shootout. I, I, you got guys in this game, I'd start them. I plug them in because I, I think it's going to be a shootout. So we believe in Dak. Is da- is Dak going to fill that twenty four points uh, projection? Do you believe in Dak? I think so. I think so. I wasn't. I, hundred- I wasn't totally impressed gonna- with Dak against the Rams. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Hey, Jalen. <laughs> you know, if it w- wasn't for Jalen Ramsey, I mean, and that. You know, BS. Would have been a big game, but I will like to point out yeah, Atlanta's defense is absolutely horrific. They, <laughs> horrible. They're terrible. They yeah. they they have non-existent corners. Couple young guys. If you're playing up against young corners and you got that experience, Michael Gallup, even a, a banged up Mari Cooper, C.D. Right, Lamb, right. T- you got to roll with them all game. And, and I will. Gonna be I kid- will add. I would sit both defenses. Because I, yeah. I, tr- I truly think yeah. both teams are probably going 27, 28 points plus. It's easy. Is Matt Ryan going to light that up? Uh, is he going to light them up? And that's the you think Matt Ryan's going to light them up or no? Yes or no? I'm looking at the numbers for Jared Goff last week. Jared Goff had – he didn't have that great of a game against that Downs no, secondary. No, Throwing I, the ball. I, I think that's primarily so, that D-line from Dallas. Um now, granted, he doesn't really have that many people to throw to, whereas Matt Ryan has Julio Jones, who, regardless of the fact if he's catching touchdowns, is always putting up receiving yards right. every yeah, single week. All three of their receivers went over 100 yards. A big week for Atlanta wide receivers. Even yeah. Russell Gage. So, <laughs> begs the question, was that, what was, up, was that Dallas 
secondary that good last week? Are they going to be consistently like that? I think that this week's a big telling week for that. You're finally you're facing a quarterback who's fantasy wise has always always been good because of the receivers he's he's had around him and the one receiver he's had his his entire career that's been there. Right. So yeah, I think personally that- I have Julio Jones and mm-hmm. looking at the numbers from last week against that Dallas secondary, I'm questioning if he's going to meet that uh, that mark. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, still obviously, still obviously going to play, play him, but right. I don't know. I I personally don't think Matt Ryan has the the game he did last week. I I easily think so. They're going to be down. He's going to need to throw the football. Matty Ice got it, but uh, for sure, I think uh, the Cowboys gave. I mean, the Cowboys really struggled in the past defense. They really missed Byron Jones for the most part, and then without Leighton Vanderesh, that's a huge hole. Jalen Smith's gonna have to carry that defense. I don't think he got it in him, and you know that. So the Falcons. So you're with Flo on sitting both these defenses. Sit both of these defenses, hands down. And then when it comes to uh, playing offensive players, anybody and everybody. (laughs) Wow, that's that's a bold take. Um, I like it though. I like I like the bold take. Uh, let's give it. Let's get to Dallas's offensive players here. Right. Zeke is Zeke having a crazy rushing game? Uh, is he going to take away points from this the wideouts? You know, I'm, I think with the offensive coordinator of Dallas, they they love passing it, and, and it doesn't matter if they're successful at running. He just straight up love Kellen Moore. Um, he loves passing the ball. I think they're going to feed Zeke. He's going to get his 15 touches, um, hopefully 20-25. I have him in one league. But um, it's all about – how Atlanta's game plan, are they going to go, hey, we're going to isolate them and force them to pass to win it, or are they going to force Dallas to run and win it running? Um, I mean, either way, I'm not See, sitting Zach, uh, Zeke. With with what Abel said uh, about Atlanta's defense last week, I think it would, like, I think you can't go wrong with playing any uh, offensive players on Dallas's side because they – Dallas can easily beat this uh, D-line in rushing with Zeke or the secondary. So I really personally, I think if you have, um, and you're questioning, maybe like your wideout two spot uh, and you've got a Dallas wideout on your bench, maybe put him in because I think it's better, depending on who it is, obviously, but I think the matchup, the the area, the potential for them to boom uh, this weekend is probably the highest it might be. If you're at U of a Dallas uh, wideout, considering how that Atlanta defense did last week, I agree. So that that's my thought. If you got like a banged up Amari Cooper, like you said, on your bench right now, maybe I don't know. That's maybe maybe play him if and you got someone else. So right. All right, we got to move on again. Okay, we got we got a lot of games to get through. Tempo. We got to keep it pushing the keep tempo. Here. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we got to got to keep it going. Green Bay, Detroit. Adrian Peterson gonna have that game again Absolutely. against Green Bay. Not against the two Smith, the Smith brothers, Zadarius and Preston. That defense no, is no chance. I mean, they struggled last week against a uh, a Vikings team only because, uh, well, at the end of the game, I mean, Adam Thielen kind of racked up the yards and they started piling on the points. But for the most part, their defense was really solid against the uh, Vikings when it mattered the most. Held them to a lot of field goals. Held them once they got into the red zone. I think uh, overall, I wouldn't play anybody on 
especially the running backs. I mean, Matt, Matt Stafford's definitely going to throw the football. So if you got Matt Stafford, I think it might be a good week. So yeah. personally, um, you're saying sit Adrian Peterson after the week he had against his team. That's what you're thinking? I'm thinking that too. I, I mean, it's going to be a tough call because – DeAndre Swift had that horrible drop, and I feel like they're just, you know, he's definitely not ready for the NFL right now. Or, like, maybe just not, it's not maybe not that he's not ready, just maybe that he's just, like... He's not he's that every down back. Yeah. He, he, I just think, you know, he got a little bit of that the NFL yips, got to the pros, and he just couldn't <laughs> handle the spotlight. I mean, they really needed that victory to, like, have any real success for the season, and he kind of dropped it. So I feel like AP is definitely... Definitely gonna get the carries. I just don't know how successful because, you know, you always want to play. You always want to play players, like you want to play quarterbacks that you know are gonna be down. You know the Packers are just gonna, they're gonna kill their defense. That's why though I do like Matthew Stafford in this because I think he's gonna do what Kirk Cousins did. You know, doesn't really show up in the first oh, half, yeah, the and then they're down big. The game, get garbage points, yards, baby. Maybe handful yep. of TDs. Yeah. I just think Green Bay's on a different level right now, and I think they will be all season. All right, before we jump into Green Bay's offense, we do have, and this happened within the past like 10 minutes of starting this recording, uh, Galladay is now downgraded to out. Wow. Oh, uh, okay. He's no longer questionable. He's out. So, personally, (laughs) I have him on my my roster. Um, I think if he's available in in your league right now, Marvin Jones Jr. is an instant pickup in uh, that situation. I, I don't like think that. I think for sure I think he's uh he's definitely taken by mo- in most leagues for the most part, but I do so think So I if, know if if he's on your bench, do you start him? He's on your Yes, I think so, for sure. Without Galladay, he's they're losing targets. Yeah, so I, in my situation yeah. I have both. But <laughs> for people who don't have Galladay, do you start Jones Jr.? I think for now sure. that he's number one option. Yeah, for sure. I I think you could even try to pick up uh, Quintess Cephas. They're uh, back. Are they number three wide receiver? They're number three. Wow. Yeah, you could. He's he's projected to get eight points. He got seven last week. Got a few targets. He, he didn't perform that bad. He That's did. see my question with. Jones Jr. is he didn't really perform that great last week with uh, Galladay out. Nine points being he had a f- four he had, had four receptions but only for fifty five yards. Uh, the no the, TDs. Like we just said, they're going to be down a lot in this game and they're going to have to throw the football. If they want I don't to know. Have I any mean, ability? The thing is with Marvin Jones now he becomes that one wide out and so he's going to be followed by Jar Alexander, who I think he's an elite corner. Uh, top 10 for sure. So I don't you really like got, that because... What was that? Oh, you also got playoff Amendola too. He had 13 points last week. Yeah, it's not the playoff. Amendola, who's pretty... Who, majority of the leagues, I bet you he's not picked up in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Both I of bet those on that. Yeah. No, Amendola and definitely Cephas are definitely not picked up. Both of them are supposed to average around 10 points. All right. Now let's jump into Green Bay's offense here. Aaron Rodgers, how many points is he having? Is he meeting that? Is he meeting his projection? Is he falling short of it? Is he going over it? Oh, he's going well over it. I think he's yeah, out for a I agree. this year. I think, I think they're ready to I throw. I agree. 
I think that he's ready to prove that he's he's ready to throw the football. Lazard and uh, Scantling, both are young young wide receivers, are starting to gain some repertoire with uh, Aaron Rodgers, and I definitely. So what does that mean for the running back? Aaron Jones. I mean, they're still going to be able to run the ball. I just think that, like you know, like this defense is just porous, like over all around. So I think they'll be able to throw the football on them. And the way they dismantle that that Vikings defense, I think they'll be ready to go. Alright. I, I, I don't really con- I don't really disagree with any of those takes. I was just seeing if if there was something to get disagree on to keep this going, but there's clearly that we're all in agreement here. We like it on, on this game and who play. So <laughs> moving on. Jacksonville, Tennessee. Jacksonville, Tennessee. Yeah. You know that what does this mean for Derrick Henry? Start is he gonna go off? Oh yeah, he. I mean, he's got a long track record against the the Jaguars. The Jacksonville team's surprising people right now, though. I mean they 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 gave up they gave up a lot of rush yards. I mean they gave a lot of points to running backs last week. Himes Taylor had a decent game. Yeah, I I should, I firmly believe Derrick Henry's going to be able to handle this team. They're really young. I think like the prospects of the future and how they compete against other teams. I think they'll be fine. But they, I mean. If you watch the Tennessee Denver game, they refused to to like not give him the ball. They kept yeah thirty he had thirty one right. rushes 30, uh, last week. No TDs yards. though. He had no TDs. No TDs. But when it's you're getting those touches, I mean, that's a system and that's a matchup where rarely today where you're like, this Tennessee and Mike Rabel team is dedicated to running the ball. They're gonna feed him no matter what. I think uh-uh. rule number one for uh, anybody who likes fantasy football is targets. And carries like attempts, yeah. yeah. Targets and carries are the most important thing. They keep feeding him the rock. You're always gonna get positive progression. I mean, positive progression for uh, touchdowns and stuff like that. You know, certain years, you certain years or certain weeks, you might not get the touchdowns that you need. But in other years, like if they keep targeting him, he will get touchdowns. For for example, George Kittle only scored three touchdowns last year, or four touchdowns, I believe, and. They're just going to keep targeting him the ball. And he's probably going to have 10-plus touchdowns this year. If you continue to get that much load, you're going to break off one for a touchdown. Yeah. What are we thinking for Tannehill? Yeah, that's a that's kind of a tough one because, I mean, you know, Jacksonville can't stop the run. I think Rabel will run Henry 35 times. Uh, you know, so um, – Tannehill looked impressive last week, though. He, he made some great throws downfield. And, and you know, uh, what's his name? A.J. Brown? Um, yep. I really like him. That dude, he's a he's got a lot of skill. Um, and he's out for the Jack- game, though. Is he? So he, that's... Yep. A, uh, Corey Davis had seven catches for 101 yards last week. Definitely play him, for sure. That dude's he's, a burner. They fed him, tar- they fed him targets when... Even when uh, AJ Brown was playing, I suspect the same thing to go this week. Might be his breakout season. Wow, hot take. Not a, not a bad take, honestly. Could, not a bad. Could take. very well be his like eighty yeah. catch thousand yard season. Is um he, he Tannehill putting up two two fifty like he did last week with two TDs? Or is he gonna? Do we think they're gonna be giving the ball to Derrick Henry? Because cause I know a lot of talk this week has been about do if Tannehill's uh. Either on your bench, do you play him this week because he's a big sleeper this week against this team? I think, I think most. Or of the do you do you, do we think, like we've been saying, 
Henry's still going to continue to dominate the rush, the, and they're just going to run the ball most of the game. I mean, given the history against the Jags, given the fact that Jags have an extremely young defense, they're going to be pounded the rock. I yeah. I hedge my bets on uh, starting a 10 ahead of this week. Unless, unless especially, you're very... especially if you're in a 12 to 10 league team. Right. Yep. I mean, league, you you definitely don't want to because they won't be down. They're going to be controlling the clock. That defense was solid last week. Henry's going to be the one getting the ball. All right. You heard it from Abel, the the four-league <laughs> fantasy football guru here. The wizard. The wizard. Um, Jacksonville offense, Minshew Mania, what do we think with him? I was impressed by him last week. I'm not going to lie. I was pretty impressed. I actually had one, one kid in one of my leagues uh, drafted him. First round, just for shits and giggles, and uh, it's it might pay off this year. First Tennessee the mania continues, but eighteen point eighteen point eight points he's projected this week. I'm taking. Does he hit under. that? Does he fall short? Does he exceed it? I'm I'm going under two. Yep. He had twenty six last week. I'm going under. Sadly, I just think this this defense a solid performance last week. Yep. I, think I, I mean with Derrick Henry. Up. Running the ball, uh, taking all that time away. I mean, they'll be passing. I a just lot, think Mike. But... Fra- I just think Mike Vrabel and this this team is. I think they're they're gonna hit their stride soon. And I mean, if if they know if they know better, they're gonna control the game, control the clock. That's just like how how the Titans are just gonna be this year, especially. So you don't think last last year was a fluke then? No, especially especially this year with the Texans being down. I think the Titans can run run this thing back. Maybe even the Colts. Whoa, DJ Chark, start him or sit him. I mean, he's on two of my fantasy teams, so I do feel thirteen points. I do feel a little uncomfortable saying that he'll be good for this week, but the upside is the Titans. I mean, Jerry Judy was killing them. I'm uh, tonight uh, earlier this week, and I think you know, huh? A real tight, tight. (laughs) but uh, I think for a fact that uh. Judy was killing them. I think DJ's like got a couple years under his belt. I just think that you know if, if you're gonna play anybody, I think on the Jaguars, I think he's definitely gonna be one of those guys you, you better play. And he's also he's just one of those players. He's gonna get his targets. He's a number one wide receiver, so you always gotta keep them on the unless they're playing someone like the Patriots or the Saints or you know a team, or the Ravens. You gotta play those starting wide receivers every week. You never know. Like, you know, Minshew could throw yeah. his, like, two touchdowns and his, like, four picks, and two of those could be for DJ. I think this week, Chark is a solid... Uh, if he's on your bench, I think he's a solid uh, wide receiver two spot. I, I wouldn't put him... I, I'm not a take... If, if you got someone else better, I think... It depends on the matchup, obviously, but I think... I don't know. I don't I don't trust him to make those plays. I had him last year. He, he was... Like like you just said, he had those he had those games where he went off for a lot, but he also had those games where he barely put up any points. Yeah. So yeah, I mean he's a guy. If you, got, if you if you think you got a better one on your bench, maybe I'm on the I'm on the fence of maybe just sitting him, especially against this Tennessee team. Agreed. I'd sit him. Um. All right. Moving on, we got Minnesota, uh, Indianapolis, Philip man. I mean, they, they played pretty well last week. He, he lit it up. Um, we did Philip Rivers. Yes. yes, sir. I firmly believe that he had a he had a solid game. I just think people 
you know, you, they tend to like overhype those like last two possess that last possession that last drive where he threw the pick. You know, it's just like that's like the way he is. Like you know, Ty missed a couple like easy passes that would have changed the trajectory of the game. Wouldn't have led him to throw in something more erratic. I just think Phil Rivers that that offense is gonna hit their stride soon, and uh, especially with Himes and Taylor kind of assuming their roles as the one and two backs. I I really think that team's going to be solid. I think T.Y. is going to have a really good year this year. I just think the risk is bet outweighs... I mean, the the reward outweighs the, the risk with uh, Philip Rivers as their starting quarterback. And especially against this Vikings defense that it was absolutely torched last week. Torched by Aaron Rodgers. I, I think a, a Philip Rivers is a little different. Only future Hall of Fame, a future Hall of Fame quarterback. I think he can. I think he can. He knows his thing or two about <laughs> playing. Is Philip is Philip meeting eighteen? Is he meeting those points? I think against he's his meeting. defense. I think so, hundred percent. I don't know about the victory, but I do think about the eighteen points. I don't. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree. I think Vikings tighten it down as a defense. You feel disrespected when a QB goes for three sixty four and four on you. Um, they got a lot more talent than that. I I'm gonna pick the under. What are we thinking for the defenses between these two? You have them play either of them. I, I, I see. I don't think Vikings. Vikings haven't proved right. that they should be even rostered uh, <laughs> still at this point right now. So all right, that's a shot fire. I, I don't think. I, think I, 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 I don't think you start the Vikings <laughs> at all. But I also think if you got, um, I think if you got the Colts, D. I I I don't know. I mean. That Vikings offense is good, but I don't. I, I don't. I'm. I'm on the fence. You don't start either of these defenses. Yeah. If you have them. Yeah. If I had to I pick think... one, I'd. I'd probably maybe pick the Vikings. But if you got a better option, um, I, I'd choose someone else. Yep. Uh, I agree. So Vikings. Captain Kirk. Is he hitting? Is he hitting his numbers? The Kirk man. This Indianapolis D. I mean, you know, I had him on my bench last week. I see him basically get zero points in the first half and then absolutely lit it up the second half. I had him last year. He's just one of the most, like, he's one of the most frustrating guys to have on your roster because you really don't know. It's a huge question mark every single week. Right. So, you know, with that being said, though, I think think Dalvin Cook kind of carries this game. I I would sit yeah. Captain Kirk if you have a, you know, a better QB one matchup. Yeah, I, I'm I'm in agreement with that. I I don't. I I think in this game in particular, I I think Cook is is, is going to carry. Um, he's projected he's projected to get more points than uh, Kirk Cousins. So if that's if usually if that's the case going with the quarterback isn't the best uh isn't the best idea if your running back is already projected to outscore your uh <laughs> your QB usually that's just not the best idea to to start that quarterback so i'm uh i'm on i'm on if he's if you're in a QB one or one quarterback league um maybe if you're in a two quarterback league if like we were last year maybe you play uh Kirk Cousins, right? But again, yeah. not if in your QB one league, don't. I, I'm on defensive, not playing him. Yep. All right, moving on. Buffalo, Miami. Yeah, that's that's gonna be one of those games where you 
That's do you just... play any players on Miami? Do you even if you have a Miami player rostered? Do you play any of them? You could possibly start a Preston Williams. He didn't have a terrible game against them, but besides that, I I think this team is looking not which not is, looking which good is at all. disappointing because I thought this defense was going to be better than they were. They got a lot of talent. Against New England, they were very. Active. They, they have a lot of talent, and granted, yeah. it's New England. It's Belichick. Uh, I thought. I didn't think New England was going to be as gr- as good as they were uh, last week against the defense. Okay. I think because the, in- I think the front seven of Miami is very lackluster. They spent a lot of uh, money on their two corners, Howard and uh, Jones. But I think that front seven still needs a lot of work, and it's it's, it's going to take time, especially under uh, Brian Flores. It will take time. I think the team long term will be all right, but in the short term. Start anybody on the Bills for the most part. I I think Zach Moss might have a pretty good game. Stephon Diggs and then Singletary. Uh, you throwing him in your either your running back slots if you got it. Maybe it's a flex. If it's a PPR league, I, I throw him in. I throw I throw him in obviously. Uh, yeah. Zach Moss just because Miami's deep. They're gonna start. They're going to prom, most likely want to focus on the run. But I just think you know when you're playing a team like that. They they played really well against the the Jets. Donald missed. Yeah, I think I think Josh Allen's gonna have a big week because looking back on that Miami defense last week, even though Cam didn't throw the ball that much against that secondary, uh, he he had a pretty high completion rate when he did throw, and yep. he still threw for 150 yards. An ex- and like it was an extremely efficient performance, and I think yeah, I think so, they. I, I can only imagine what Josh Allen's going to do, who actually probably will throw the ball like 30 times. The dude's got a cannon, too. I, I know. Um, that's what I mean. So, I, yeah. I, I, if you got Josh Allen, don't even think about sitting him. You clearly start Josh Allen. Right. I think week. he might have a huge week this week. I really do. Yeah. I think they're going to take a take a cue from the Pats, run the read option a little bit. I think it's a big game for the ground, and I think it's a big game for Allen. And we're just thinking very small game for anyone on Miami. Yeah. For the rest of the season, for me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I think Preston that's... Williams. I think Preston. Preston might be the best guy on that team. Parker. I think they're going to be down a lot in these games, and I think they're just going to have to throw the ball. So. Parker's the one guy like gonna have to for this do... whole season. Yeah, I think. See, I'm on the fence of Parker. He's like, I think him being really the only wideout they got. Like, if if. I I really think Preston Williams is he's a solid player. He had a, a couple. He beat Gilmore at least one or two times during the game. He 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 didn't play terribly. Yeah, he did. I mean, he he definitely he definitely had a pretty solid performance for a guy like that again, without a really a strong performance from uh, Parker, and now Parker's still hampered with that uh, hamstring injury. Yeah, we'll see. But for this week, don't sit. Don't play any. Uh, verdict is don't play anybody on Miami. <laughs> Um, all right, San Francisco Jets. What are we thinking here? Jimmy G is he gonna go off? He's he's another QB right now. That's kind of he's kind of on the fence. If you have him, do you start him? Do you, if you have a better one or a mo- close to one on your there's, bench, who are you playing? There's no game better for Jimmy G to come. I mean, to come back to after right. after a rough outing. I just think this team's gonna be one of the worst in the NFL. Game. The Jets. You're talking about the Jets, yeah. The Jets. I just think they. Traded away their best defensive player, Sam Darnold. They they've essentially ruined Sam Darnold, and uh, <laughs> I just think they. I just think that. What else are we gonna do? 
But Le'Veon I, I, just got hurt. Le'Veon's out three weeks. Yeah, like I, I just don't expect much from him and from that team. Denzel Mims yeah, is out. Yep. They're I mean, a one-dimensional just, team, if that. <laughs> yeah, they they just can't run the football. There's not much. This, the offensive line is shaky at best. I just don't see much. And then obviously Greg Williams-led defense will always be pretty solid. But I think Jimmy G, this is a pick-me-up game for Jimmy G. And for the offense and, and overall, I think, you know, it may not even be a high point scoring game for him personally, but I just think for his confidence in future weeks, this will be a good start. Might be a good week to start Raheem Moster. Oh, Moster, I love. I love that kid. I mean, lightning speed. And then against the Jets defense, that's just, you know, they have no anchor. Uh, they don't They don't stand a chance for this San Fran offense. So, um, want to slow down real quick here. Uh, this doesn't really pertain to this game all that much, but if you're in a position like me, what are you doing with Le'Veon out three weeks? Who are, who are your backs on your team? Well, personally, I have James White, so I have a, I, I'm, I'm fine. I, I have two running backs on my bench. but So I'll be fine, but for people out there who got like a questionable running back, right. are you cycling every week depending on the matchup? And think- if so, this week... Who's a guy that's who that we think is not rostered on most teams that might be a good pickup? Yeah, I, I like how you said you got to cycle with Le'Veon Bell out. You, you know, running backs aren't deep. You got to cycle these guys. One guy I love uh, is Benny Snell. I loved his performance last week. Loved and hated it because I have James Conner. But um, I think Benny Snell might have proved, hey, I can produce just as well as James Conner, if not better. Uh- um, Another player would be uh, Joshua Kelly on the Chargers. He had a uh, twelve carries, sixty yards, and a touchdown. Scored twelve points. I think uh, recently the coach uh, blanking on the coach's name. Chargers. Yeah, I know exactly who it is. I can't. I have completely. But I saw it all, every episode of the Hard Knocks too, and I'm blanking on his name. But uh, head coach was like, they're primarily going to focus on running the football. I mean, Austin Eckler's primary primary role is being a receiving back and with someone like Tyrod Taylor doesn't they won't really want to throw the ball as much with him. Philip Rivers love throwing the football, love checking it down to Eckler. That's already like, you know, six points and catches and then that's not even yards after the catch. So Joshua Kelly's gonna get a lot of these carries with Justin Jackson out. They have two primarily previously in previous years they had two receiving backs, Melvin Gordon, Austin Eckler or or really at, at under any point in uh Philip Rivers' career. So I just think that new near era coach can run what he really wants to under a new quarterback. They're gonna start feeding the ball to Josh Kelly. Maybe not necessarily like feeding him a lot, but taking away k- touches from Austin Eckler. So if you need a guy Yeah, I don't I don't hate that. I don't hate that uh that take. Um I saw somewhere that the a lot of the talk was do you if you're uh, if you own Le'Veon, do you pick up Frank Gore? I mean, he's just dependable. He's just that <laughs> guy. Like I, like he's just that guy. Like he's just like old reliable. The car yeah, had six. I can't. I can't. Yeah, I can't he had six. It. He had six attempts, rushing attempts last week for twenty-four yards. I mean, that's a good. But he didn't play the whole game because Le'Veon was still playing during right. the game. So those six attempts came after Le'Veon got hurt. So I mean, it, it, they got a pretty young group, and according to uh, the Athletic, 
Gore is gonna serve as the starting running back from uh, so that is is he a good fill in for these three weeks? I potentially honestly, do you pick him up because he's he really he's not rust he's not a he's not rostered on ten percent of the leagues in fantasy, I or think, he's only rostered on ten percent. I mean, okay, yeah, it, it's only ten percent. Uh I personally think you know you I mean you probably should take a chance on him. If if you're like especially if you're in a twelve fourteen after twelve like it's really scarce in running backs fourteen sixteen to person league, Le'Veon I mean uh Frank Gore is definitely someone you should definitely take an opportunity with. He's t- he's a tough runner even at this age. He's gonna get you like you know tough yeah. yards. Yeah, if he I think he's gonna get you. I don't see. I don't think he's gonna ever get you like twenty. Like twenty no. points. I no. I don't think he's that running back that's gonna get you twenty points, but I think he's a running back that will get you like ten. Would all you maybe uh, maybe fourteen max? All that, you really need with. him to do is get you sixty yards, maybe a catch, and then a touchdown. If he does yeah. that, that's a that's a standout performance. Is that four yards a carry? Uh, last last week. Yeah. But the, the the question then comes in is with with his age, is he gonna rush it? That many times is he gonna rush it twenty plus times? If Adam Gase trusts him to be the starting running back at this age, you, he's gonna get a lot of touches. Yeah, right. but he might get a lot of touches. But one of the Jets really not gonna be behind. Is what that's how I think about it. They're I gonna be forced to hope, pass a lot. They season. will be forced to pass, but hopefully it's early. I mean, hopefully they give him the ball earlier in the game. Later in the game, they'll suspect many carries from Frank Gore, yeah. but they're not gonna be in it at all. Yeah. I mean, personally, yeah, you love Frank Gore. I, I stay away from him. Yeah, I'm I'm on the fence. I don't really know. I could see it working out. I could see it not. So, we'll see. Moving on, we got uh, where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? We got the Rams versus the Eagles. What are we thinking here? Rams. Uh, Rams. Is is Jared Goff having a good game? You know, Jared Goff. Honestly, he. He looks because, to me again another one of those quarterbacks with with Jared Goff. It's like, are we are we playing him? Or are we not? Right. Uh, I don't. I don't. I, I truly think. First off, he's more of a system QB than anything. I, I think. Um, you know, the running game got going versus Dallas, which really opened things up. If they can get the running game going versus Philly, um, Jared Goff might have a a decent game. He might get to that projected eighteen point eight points. Um, if you don't. Got anyone with a better matchup? Um, I'd probably sit Goff too, to be honest. I kind of like Goff. I was I was impressed by his performance against the uh, the Cowboys. I mean, I was shocked. I mean, like you know, they had a pretty tough year last year offensively. They came out they they just scrapped out a victory, and I think he played well. And I think an Eagles defense, an Eagles team that's really banged up. I I would th- so possibly think about starting him this week especially if you know you're in a league where there are not many quarterbacks available i think golf might be the guy for this week i i don't really trust the eagles that much last week's performance was rough to say the least and they have the best defensive player in the nfl and he's going hunter hunter you are a uh, a carrier of two eagles offensive players yep what what's your what's your take with with this week? Are you are you confident in Wentz and Ertz right now, or what what's the deal with that? Yeah, uh, absolutely not. Uh, horrible draft by me. I, you know Carson Wentz. You look at and 
you saw the potential during that MVP year before he got hurt, and he really hasn't been the same since. I was hoping uh, for you know a, a year like that again, but after seeing Week One, that that was very disappointing. Um, specifically, so that O line. In your situation, are you? Do you have a backup quarterback that you're playing over him right now? Yeah, like we talked about again, Kirk Cousins. I'm gonna be starting Kirk Cousins over Carson Wentz. What about Ertz? Ertz, I keep in. I mean, I think I think Ertz is a is a tight end you have to keep. In. Yeah, he's one of those guys week in and week out. You really don't. I mean, tight ends aren't deep. So if you're yeah, lucky enough to have, to you know, a, a Devin Wall or, or or you know at least a tier two, tier one tight end to switch, uh, you got to keep Zach Ertz in. Yeah, I I'd agree with that. I don't think starting Carson Wentz uh, after his performance last week is the best idea if you're thinking about doing that. Um, I can't really think if a lot of – the only guy I'm thinking on the Rams is uh, – or two guys, I guess, um, is Robert Woods. What do, we, what do we think about Robert Woods? We want, we want to play Robert Woods this week? You you starting him if you got him? I think he had, he had a great performance last week. I suspect I – I mean, it's going to be tough to decide between uh, Woods and uh, Cup. Cup, yeah. Goff loves Cup, but, you know, Woods is a really good player, and I think they're both going to end the year probably 90 catches, 1,000 yards. It's, I think that's the problem with the Rams. That, yeah, that right. is the problem. That's with, the problem uh, with the Rams' start. offense. You don't know. You never know. Yeah. But. It, could be, it could be a week where it's Tyler Higby. It could be a week where it's Everett. You never have any clue, like, who the guy is going to be. Yeah. I will so, say though, I have I have Cooper Cup in my flex. I don't really plan, I, you, you know, I don't plan on taking him out this week. I mean, you got to start both guys, like especially depending on the league size. You got to be, be you got to be able to play like your studs and Cup and Woods are very good players, and you got to just yeah. take that risk certain times. Like in yeah. fantasy, those are the risks you're gonna have to take. I think that those those two fall under that category of every week. If you're take if like you're questioning them. You you just keep them in because you don't know. Yep. Like like you said, there's a chance they go off. There's a chance they don't. So right. high ceiling guys. News. We got a little breaking news. George Kittle is out against the Jets. Oh, wow. Oh. All right. Wait. Who who, who, are you, who are you picking up? Who are you picking up as a tight end? Uh, I don't know. Chris, tight, like we Chris literally Her- just said, Chris tight Herndon ends are hard on, to come by right now. Chris Herndon on the Jets. He's Sam Darnold's favorite target. If you're gonna take a chance on anybody, he's definitely gonna be the guy. Yeah, uh, and if there are no other tight ends available, depending on your league, I think Jordan Akins, like he had a touchdown last week. You're just with the Texans, it's gonna be tough. They just well, okay. you're yeah, that's that's tough. I, I I will say you there's an opportunity with Dalton Schultz. You got Blake Jarwin out for the year, so Dalton Schultz steps in as the tight end one for Cowboys, and that's a that's a elite offense. The only problem is, I mean. He hasn't shown anything, so I think that's a scenario where maybe you pick him up if you got space and you leave him on the bench, but he could be a gold mine down the road, or or he's you know a complete bust like most Cowboys are. I'm thinking my sleeper for this, and this could completely backfire, but I'm bold. And I'm going to take a chance here. O.J. Howard. Mm. I think wow. rostered in seven percent of the leagues in fantasy. I think that that's a that's a that's a big chance. Uh, there's a chance he could go off for four points. There's also a chance he could, could catch a TD and go off for fifteen. Right, right. Uh, so, I like if I'm that. a betting man, like he, 
Brady's he was one of the only guys uh, that caught a TD from Brady last week in a tough Saints game. So meaning Brady depended on him. I kind of I, I I like that uh, going to OJ Howard there. If you got Kittle and you're you're low in the week already, um, with the game starting up in tomorrow, I think I like that. Uh, I like that pick. Um, all right, moving. Were we still on? We were on Philadelphia and Los Angeles, but we're, we were moving on. Uh, Denver Pittsburgh. Who you got? Big Ben gonna have a good week, bad week. Uh, Denver Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, I think Denver's defense was really solid last week against the Titans. I, I think they're gonna be a stingy team all year. Vic Fangio's a defensive-minded coach. Led that great Bears team a couple years ago. I. That just it just seems to be the mold of the Denver Broncos every single year. It's like yeah, they're, they're just a, they they just got a great like a oh, like all around a good defense. Right, I do right. love. I do agree with Hunter as he said. Benny Snell is gonna be a stud all year. I do because. They just that's a wide receiver and quarterback I mean a wide receiver running back factory. Whether it was Le'Veon, whether it was James Conner, whether it was Rashad Mendenhall way back, whether it's they just been able to produce running backs and wide receivers. And wide receivers this team is loaded with wide receivers, future wise and like Juju had a breakout game last week. Not breakout, but you know, he returned back to mold. And that's what happens when you got a guy like Duck Hodges and uh Mason Rudolph as your quarterback. Your stats go down, your numbers go down. And yeah, Deontay I'm just... also, I'm under the impression here that, sorry to cut you off the bell. It's all good. I'm not playing any offensive players for, from this game. This is a this is just going to be a defensive game here. I I do Constant. I I agree with you. I I, I do like think that, that like it's going to be a defensive he- heavy game. But future yeah. reference, like these offensive players on Pittsburgh are definitely guys you want to watch because Be- Big Ben proved last week he was ready to throw the football. Came out yeah. hot. I will say he, yeah, he was the ready. The offense, you just got to wonder if Big Ben, if he's going to stay healthy. He got exactly. hit last week, and he looked very – looked like he was coming out. Like, and then with what, the he, first quarter. what he said after the game, I mean, that, it was very concerning. Or, or the day day or two after, it was very concerning hearing. Yeah. You know, and, and we know his offseason uh, training consists of beer and golf. So, so I mean, <laughs> you yeah. wonder – And there's, he... a, just, there's just a chance that, like, if he gets hit, that offense is just not – it's just not what it was. Right. Uh, right. Like it's it's not that week one. If he's not in the game, we know from last season. If he's not the quarterback of that team, healthy, that offense is garbage. Yep. No, no player on that team is consistent without Big Ben. So, for future reference, picking if Big Ben is questionable, he's hurt. If he gets injured, I don't recommend taking uh, any Pittsburgh players. Um, Denver, any offensive studs? Drew Locke, what are we thinking? No, uh, you know I, I'm just not. I'm not ready to pull the pl- uh, pull the plug on Drew Locke. I think this is a good testing week for him potentially in the future. If he could have a good game against stingy Pittsburgh defense, that says a lot. So, all right, moving on though. Carolina Tampa Bay. This is one that I I do want to talk about. Um, is it a bounce back week for the Bucks? By far, I think a little update, little prediction. Tom Brady's probably gonna throw four hundred yards this week. I just this this <laughs> That's defense, a Tom Brady, yeah. This defense is hands down the worst. They applied no pressure to an Oakland team that had I think the wor- the a subpar offensive line. They're going to they're gonna be able to do whatever they want all game long. I just think that's the way Carolina's gonna be this year. If you have a Carolina offensive player, be ready to play him a lot because they're gonna be down. They're gonna be in high scoring affairs. Just a really young defense. The defense is 
all either rookie, second-year guys, third-year guys. There's really nobody there. They lost the heart of, after they lost Luke Keekley, and I think they understand that these are going to be rebuilding years with McCaffrey. Tight end-wise, Gronk underperformed last week. I don't think he's ready yet. I just I, I think like he's going to have like several weeks where he's just like yeah. he's going to need to get back in the football like shape. I think and that's I, I don't, if you got Gronk rostered, are you starting him? Is no. this is this the game to start him or no? I don't think I so. I don't start Against... him. No. I, I think that I Tampa tr- Bay team, they were real they're they were probably the team hurt most by no preseason. Um, you know, short off season. They were really hurt. Very you new got a lot team. of new guys. Very new team. Yeah. I think people underestimate how much a Tom Brady offense, how much time it takes for them to really click. But they'll start rolling, you know, eventually. I, I just, I wait on Gronk right now. Well, Chris Godwin's doubtful, and Mike Evans is still banged up after last Yeah, week. Godwin's out, or he went the concussion protocol Thursday during the day, or maybe it was Wednesday during the day. One of those two days. Actually, Mike so, Evans is no longer listed on the injury report, so that's upside for there. If you're a Bucks fan, and if uh, you got Mike Evans in your roster, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a firm believer in starting Mike Evans. I think he had a terrible week last week, and I think this whole week Brady and Mike Evans were, were Mar- every single day. Marshawn yeah, Lattimore has had his number like mostly yeah, for since, all of his career, so it's yeah, it's just like yeah. the way it is. Like they, they just have dog fights I, every time they play, and I yeah, just I don't think I don't think you can make a decision uh, on Mike Evans coming if, off if of you, the if you, game. If you're worried about starting yeah. Mike Evans all year long. This is the one yeah. week you should not care about. You should yeah. take that risk. I, I, I wouldn't worry about Mike Evans. Be. That that Saints defense, uh, I think that's low key one of the best defenses in the league. I think it's definitely top five for sure. Yeah. Uh, Panthers. Anybody? McCaffrey. You're taking anybody? Uh, McCaffrey. Obviously. Yeah. Well, <laughs> other than McCaffrey. Yeah, you can. <laughs> We're not even going to talk uh, about could... McCaffrey ever. You start him. I think uh, if you're in a ten team league. I think DJ Moore might be your either your your receiver two or your uh, your uh, flex. I yeah. I just think no matter what, a a good player who's gonna probably have a down game is probably Robbie Anderson. Uh, he had a big week last week, big but week, it usually I think he is like comes back. I think yeah, he week. he comes comes back down. You know, usually what tends to happen. Bucks yeah, have Bucks have a much a... more stingier defense. They're gonna be throwing. They're gonna be throwing the ball, him. but I think it's like for someone like Teddy Bridgewater. You know, once the defenses get better, he's gonna keep it. You know, short and intermediate, no big play. So DJ Moore is definitely gonna be your guy, and obviously, yeah. And along those lines, Teddy Bridgewater. I don't think, I don't think you play him this week. Uh, no. I know Drew Brees like had a big week last week, but it's also that that situation where that Saints team's been together for like seven years now, right. with like one wide out every single year changing. So. They know what they're doing. Teddy Bridgewater, second game with the team. Uh, you don't. Uh, you don't. If you got them, don't even think about playing with them. So, um, moving on. Washington, Arizona. This Washington team. What are we thinking? Uh, there's they. They surprised Dwayne Haskins. Surprised a lot of people last week. Yeah, that Washington game was actually pretty impressive. Uh, what stood out to me the most was honestly the defense. Uh, Chase Young. He made an entrance. Um, yep. So that Washington He's... football team, good team, but I think an even better sleeper pick for a team is the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, I think that the Cardinal team is serious, both sides of the ball. Yeah. I like Kyler I Murray. Mean... 
do we think I mean, that this Washington defense is going to get exposed against this team? I don't think they'll get exposed. I think it's a good matchup. I think it is a good matchup, but I do always tend to favor a running quarterback against a defense that is a really good defensive line. Kyler's just going to play like H. And we, can, we can't well, ignore what they did versus the 49ers, the, the defending NFC champions. I know. They came another out really good, Another really good defensive line. Those guys are veterans, essentially. You know, I think Kyle Murray's getting into that category where if you have him, you play him every week. I I I think he's. I, I think he surely there. is now at this point. Him yeah, and, I think. Him like and, if, regardless of who he's got, who else you got in your, your team, I don't think week in week out, he's he's a question mark. Some weeks where you're like, but there's he's got more upside and more chance to boom than he does bust every week, especially now with Hopkins. Him and Nuke definitely are going to have another big performance. Like, I just, like, the way they, the way that he, I had him on my fantasy team, and the way he just came out onto the scene, like, what a, what an amazing performance. It, it didn't even seem like he skipped a beat. It, it seemed like it was Deshaun Watson throwing him the football. He's yeah. just a really good football player, and I think it was a travesty that that team traded him. Yeah, yeah questionable um, trade. Yeah. What do we... It, it's it's weird because like Hunter said, I think the best thing coming from Washington right now is their defense. Right. Like I like I don't think anybody had that great of a game where you're like, okay, like I'm picking him up and you, you got to play him. Like I I don't think anybody it was like one standout on offense other than maybe Dwayne Haskins. I like I thought he, but like majority of the time like there wasn't one great guy where you're going out of your way to pick them up. So but. The Washington defense, I think if you have them, you play them. Um, see, I say that for the in terms of – I see, I disagree with the bell. I think they're going to get to Kyle Murray a lot. I, I thought Chase Young was – That dude's a monster. Like kind of unstoppable against uh, Philly. He, he did whatever he wanted to. So right. I could see a couple of sacks and fumbles here with that Washington defense. Um. And they're they're only projected to get six points, but I could also see them getting like ten. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Strictly off, off uh, plays on the quarterback, and that's saying a lot because Kyle Murray's got wheels. So that that's a that's just gonna be another good fantasy matchup to watch. Um, in terms of the consistency with DeAndre Hopkins and uh, Kyle Murray. Is it going to be the same thing? Is it going to be better? Is it going to be worse? And that Washington defense. Yeah, it's um, a good test for Arizona. All right, moving on. Kansas City, Los Angeles. Big question with Kansas City is, is their running back already an elite running back? Can, does Kansas City have an elite? I think so. I, I'm, is, all is in he, on the, I'm all in on the hype train of uh, Clyde edwards helaire Is he is he in fully like you're starting him every week? I'm starting him every single week. He was a top ten fantasy player. I are projection projected to have a top ten fantasy season amongst like you know yeah you picked the rankings, him but first round right? I picked. I did pick him. I I'm all on board on him. I think he Alaire's a beast. He's just like low to the ground. He's a good. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. He was he was built for this Kansas City's offense. Yeah, and Andy Reid saw that. I think in terms of discussing Kansas City football, uh, fantasy players, it's like it's never really a question. You owe, if you got one yeah. like an offensive player, you play him. Besides right. Sammy Watkins, he's especially versus 
the yeah. Chargers. Sammy Watkins might be the only guy. He's the greatest week, week, greatest week one player of all time. Of all time. Yeah, he had a good, he had a good week one. <laughs> exactly. He'll show up. Always he'll does. Show up Always week does. One. He'll tip his cap. You know, it's that um, uh, Simpsons meme. Like, tip his cap, and he's out for the season. And I just yeah. think that's a strategy the team has. that They want to show you that they can throw it to anybody and then just say, we don't need him the rest of the year. And then just primarily focus on the other guys. I just think that like, he's an extremely talented football player. Yep. I yeah. agree. But and I'm I, I also think we're we're probably not, honestly we're not going to be talking that much about like Mahomes, Kelsey, Tyreek Hill. Like those yeah, are no guys every to. single week you're you're starting. Like so we're not going to be talking much about them. But Los Angeles Chargers, Eckler, we mentioned them. Is Eckler going to have a good game against Kansas City D? Uh, absolutely not. Uh, I, uh, I don't trust. They're gonna Eckler. be down a lot. I just don't no longer trust. Uh, yeah, like the offense anymore. Like I just like I have Keenan Allen too, and I I feel like he's like the one guy who may be consistent, but I just like firmly like the rest the running backs. Just whether it's Justin Jackson or uh, Austin Eckler, I just like I no longer feel comfortable with them without um, uh, Philip Rivers, and I think a lot of people projected what they were able to do with Philip Rivers, and now that he's gone, it's like a kind of different offense. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree. I just, I, I don't think, I really don't think that, that that yet they have like an identity to that offense. There's okay. no real like, there's just, you know, Tyra Taylor, he's not the best, doesn't have the best arm, so what does that mean for Keenan Allen? Um, I mean, it's more of an issue for Mike Williams. But, you know, I just, like, I, I, they're probably going to try to focus on running the football, leaving it up to their defense to, like, win those games. And I just, I don't know what this team's doing. Are they... So if you got Keenan Allen, are you shaking in your boots a little bit with this offense? Are you for the whole, every I week? mean, for the whole season, you, I mean, you picked, you picked him real high. You, you better hope that he plays well at this point. Yeah. Like, I, you just, you know, you hope that Tyrod Taylor kind of likes to check it down to him because he's a great slot receiver. So you yeah. just hope that he's like got those. And with this game, to... yeah, with this game, they're gonna be throwing uh, the ball. It's gonna be a landslide. Chargers are gonna be throwing the ball all second half. You might get some garbage points, receptions with Keenan Allen. Hopefully, it's a TD. Yeah, oh, I like I like that take. Um, all right, moving on. Baltimore, Houston. Obviously, it's gonna be an offensive shootout here. I don't, I don't, I don't think there's much uh, debate on if you got like guys in this. Uh, maybe there's one or two I can think of off the top of my head right now. But for the most part, if you got guys on either of these teams, I'm playing. You're playing yeah. these guys. I mean, uh, Mark Ingram had a tough game last week. Tough yeah. first game. He, 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 I mean, he. That's that. He was one of my one or two guys that like. I'm, I don't know if you start Ingram. He might I, be I, right. guy. He's on one of my fantasy teams. I do think you do. They gave J.K. Dobbins two touchdowns like at the one yard line. He's a good running back, but I don't think this year's his year. I think Mark Ingram's going to get those, like, one-yard carries. He's And I just think, like, you know, if you got Dobbins on your roster, you probably shouldn't play him because they will run running back by committee. But as the year progresses, I think, you know, Mark Ingram's, Mark Ingram's going to be that guy. He may trust I agree. The, ro- the role of those running backs isn't defined yet, and until that's decided, if you have another option, I, I, don't, I don't start either of them. To be honest, I the two the two guys that are one A and one B is Mark Andrews and Lamar Jackson definitely got to start those guys. 
Yeah. And Again, that that's like Kelsey Mahomes. Like yep. you're starting yeah. those you're guys starting every single week, regardless. And you know, I you're starting think Mark, Watson I every think Mark, week. Mark Ingram is definitely gotta be your RB two. You gotta take a risk. You gotta they gave him ten carries, you know, like he's gonna have better games than that. Yep. And I I, I don't know, it's hard though, because it's like this week in particular, Houston got a decent D line. I, and I, just, I don't they see. They got gashed last week, though. That's the thing. Running the. They floor. got yeah. gashed, but they and... they were pretty impressive. Where they didn't they didn't just fold versus the Chiefs. Uh, I, and I, I, like I think that. that they have a bounce back week, and yeah. I I don't think this is the week Mark Ingram has has a, a, a like a notoriously what he usually does every week fantasy week. I don't think he bounces back that that high this week um i can't see i unless you said the one yard touchdowns so if you want to take your chances on the one yard touchdowns then yes they're 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 running football team they're gonna run the football this week it it just like i i trust mark uh mark ingram i trust this ravens team i think i think he'll play why am i blanking on who um houston's Wide out is right now. Uh, the top wide out. Why am I blanking? Will, Will Fuller. Fuller. Yes. You oh. gotta start Will Fuller. He. This is his year. I think this yep. really is his year. Great player um, for Notre Dame. I think he's. Yeah, I I agree. Will Fuller. Will Fuller. It's this is his year. He's last year. He was one of those guys where maybe not because DeAndre Hopkins. No DeAndre Hopkins anymore this year. He's got to step Fuller up. He's got to step he's up. He's in every. Yeah, I think I think you're playing him. Regardless, you got three positions where you can play him at uh, in your your lineup. I think he's he's a week every week guy. Yep. Um. Okay. Last last game on Sunday. Pats versus Seahawks. This uh, is an interesting game. This is a fun one. This is a fun one. Fantasy wise, I would say absolutely start nobody in this game. If you got Russell Wilson, look for your backup quarterback. I mean, You're gonna I have sit Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. I might. I would highly suggest. I don't care. Like, let's let's just say this. Pete Carroll likes to run the football. If you got anybody you want to start, it's Chris Carson. Pete Carroll yep. loves the DC. How the Seahawks team? Yep. Love to run the football, even at the detriment to their best player. Like they just like love. Like that's who Pete Carroll is. They're gonna be pounding the ball because they know like. I agree. You're not gonna, yep. like DK Metcalf's a great wide receiver, or he's becoming one. So is Tyler Lockett, but against this defense, like. No, it's just three not. picks last week for the Pats. But here's the thing: is like if you look we, at that secondary from the Patriots, that's like pretty much their entire defense. You know they exactly don't, they don't, why you run the football. So, but it, I believe this, and I hate to say this because I'm a diehard Pats fan. If there's one guy that can outsmart this secondary, it's Russell Wilson. I just yeah. think it's like yeah. it's like it's a it's a way they they run their offense and it's a way they play like in previous years they like to run the football like Pete Carroll naturally loves to run the football their offensive coordinator loves to run the football it's been an ongoing thing like it's like let Russ cook and they let him do it against Atlanta and I just feel like you know they're gonna pick and choose which games they want to cook and I think he's gonna be overly protective of throwing the football during the against the Pats just because the Pats defense is just. They're just the best. They're the best defense in the NFL, and I yeah, think like I also, the D line. The D line is questionable, and yep. the linebackers. But, but, hey, Winovich looked great against did, Miami. Granted, it was Miami, but Winovich was getting to Fitzpatrick. I he's just the, he's a mo- he's a big motor guy. That's what he is. Yeah, not and, much. He's a Clay Matthews. But less yeah, that's a, clay, that's a good less, one. Less of the Clay. Yeah, that that's a good comparison. I like that. Um, but. 
that it's it's just that secondary that like it I, it's going to be tough for every quarterback. But I think this week in particular, I'm sticking to this. The only quarterback that I would maybe maybe two quarterbacks are Aaron Rodgers and uh, Russell Wilson to play not awful against the secondary. I agree. If I, I was a betting I like man, Russell these Wilson. are the only the the only two quarterbacks that I'm saying like could potentially cool, have good games. It's just like what previous years have shown us, like how they play against teams that like like That's... to uh I mean like just in general, like how they the Seahawks have been like just the way they build their rosters, just like they want to run the football. Even though they have the best quarterback in the world. Maybe the second best. And but, they have a they have they really do have elite wideouts. They really they really do. He finally has like the receivers that he needs. Yeah, this is a this is a year Seattle I I like them as a full team. I'd say they go deep, especially with that Jamal Adams pick. I know oh, yeah, that, this might that sound hurtful, Matt, a... but this Seattle team, I say, beats the Patriots. Um, yeah. Now this, now this... we got Now we got to reverse it here. We got to talk. <laughs> are you playing Cam? What's the deal with the running back situation for the Pats? What's the deal with the wideout situation for the Pats? Because it's, it's great that the Patriots won, but there's a lot of questions in terms of fantasy with Patriots players right now. Sit all of them. I do. I like if you got Cam, like you probably got another quarterback with similar value, like you know Big Ben, Matthew Stafford, even Mitchell Trubisky. Like you got to play those guys. You got to play those guys over Cam. Like so, this, this team has the most premier linebacker in the NFL. Great run stopper in Bobby Wagner. Then they picked up the best uh, box safety in the NFL, Jamal Adams. If there's one thing you can beat them in, it's throwing the football. So if there's one thing you can't beat them in, it's running the football. They will shore up the run. See, looking at it from a roster standpoint, that makes sense. But last week. Atlanta scored on had two goal line rushing touchdowns, and that is what Cam Newton the only touchdown that Cam Newton had last week. Yeah, I mean, who says the Patriots drive down the field to run the football to get there? That's that's see that's the that's where the question is. So do you and they had a couple the turnovers to put them in the in good field position. So you got to be able to decide in that. It's a it's a see, tough I Patriots think, team to really pick yeah, with fantasy it's, this it's, year. Fantasy is you don't know. Yeah, they have the. It's they like, might be the worst fantasy team to play. You cannot pick a player. Whoa, 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 whoa! I, I mean, I'm gonna put the to Miami pick a Dolphins player? up there. I mean, but like you know, Devontae Parker's gonna get his. Mike Gesicki, like they're gonna be throwing the football because they're gonna be losing football games. But See, the there's Pats, a lot of there's a lot of talk of this about Edelman too, and I'm not just saying this because Edelman's my boy, but <laughs> more so the fact that like I honestly think regardless, Edelman's gonna get touches every single game. If he's out there, he's yeah. going to get touches every single game. He's going to be so targeted too, when they throw. They weirdly did not play him as much as, like, if you watch the game, it was a lot of Demarius Bird and Nikhil Harry. A lot of formations yeah. where there's two wide receivers, three, two backs, and right. tight end. A lot of and that. And I think like, that's the problem with the I think Patriots they were trying offense. to. I think, I think Fantasy they were, one reason is they were trying to keep Edelman, like, you know, Limited, like I, I think he might have been yeah, banged that's, up. That's that's a theme the, this entire year is Edelman's gonna get uh, a lot less snaps. snaps. I think I think in general they're probably. Gonna I think he got snaps. like thirty percent of the snaps of that game. Yeah, last, last I week. think I think that should be the trend. For, that's not very like, Edelman like. Yeah, he's, not at he's all. An, but he's, an he's still. But the thing was, he was very efficient 
in those snaps. I had I had him, and he still put up like ten. If there's 11, any week like, to, to add get him in numbers, if there's any week we need no, him, it's this week. Yeah. So and also on top of that, Nikhil Harry, arguably, I think is a sleeper. He I got him as a sleeper this year. Is Nikhil Harry? He looked good, other than the one fumble. He looked great the entire I do, game. I agree with you. He played. He, he had a, he had a really good football game. He made that, that. He made one bad decision, reaching for trying to get a touchdown. That was the like. Besides that, he played great. You should have heard what Cam had to say. I think it was on. Might have been WEI or it might have been Sports Hub. Doesn't matter. But point was that he said that like he's played with young receivers before. He played with young players. He's no. He knows how to deal with them. Funchess. Uh, Who's the fat one who played for Florida State? Like it on his name. Calvin Benjamin. Uh, Calvin yeah. Benjamin. You got DJ Moore. You got Christian McCaffrey. He's used to young guys. Nikhil yeah. Harry just needs someone to mold him. And like Brady wasn't really interested in doing all that. What I think about but, um, Nikhil Harry, though. Next Patriots player I want to talk about. What's... Big question mark. Who's usually very consistent fantasy-wise. James White. What do we think with James White? Are we thinking he's this... In particular, this week two game, but also this season. Is he going to be a reliable guy? Is he going to be... What, what was surprising to me was that they, how many rushing attempts James White had. He usually doesn't have that many rushing attempts ever. He it, and it seemed like he was carrying the ball a lot more than he was receiving it. So yeah. I'm not really sure what to make of him, especially in terms of how I have him. I don't know. The Patriots... Like I said, I mean, the Patriots offense is just, it's everywhere. I think they're one of those, they're so creative, they're so, uh, I don't think the Seattle Seahawks know what's really coming. Um, so fantasy-wise, I mean, James yeah. White, he's a big, he's a boom-bust guy. I mean, yeah. especially you got a Seattle defense who has a lot of speed, and, you know, a safety like Jamal Adams, who, who they Seattle moves around a lot. Uh, James White's not going to have a fun day with Jamal Adams. Yeah. I, I'm also in agreement. I have two Pats players. I don't think – I mean, because of the situation I'm in with my team, I'm playing, I think, Edelman over White right now. Oh, no, I'm playing both of them, actually, which stinks because White's my second, my second running back and I got Edelman in the flex. So, but I still think um, – I don't know. Season-wise, I like I like both of them still. I think this there's like you just said, Hunter. There's no identity to this Patriots offense, so in you just got to go off uh, the last week's performance. And they their numbers weren't terrible. Like it's not like Edelman was putting up twenty points a game every single year in fantasy. It's not like James White is putting up twenty a game. They're putting up like they're those are those fourteen fifteen point guys. So for them right. to have nine and ten points isn't like a huge like red flag to me going in because those are the type of games that they have right and um, and, and so, this is not a week to test these guys you know no for sure not it's not a week, unless but... you're in my situation where you have no other you have no other choice right, to right. test them that's what you got to do um all right moving on we that was a lot long time on one game saints raiders again michael thomas out that's what big. does this mean that's for big. the saints you know, I wasn't impressed with the Raiders' defense, giving up 30 points to the Carolina Panthers. Um, okay offense. Drew Brees, Emmanuel Sanders, look for them to hook up big time. I like that. Yeah. Those I'm two this week. I'm uh, expecting big things from Emmanuel Sanders. 
this week. Uh, and Alvin Kamara. You're going to see those two guys get a lot of touches. Yeah. Um, yep. Which isn't surprising with Kamara, but you're probably going to see him get a lot more touches. Um, I, maybe I, even Cook, tight end. You might mm-hmm. see him get a lot more, too. Or Traquan Smith. Definitely could yeah. be. Yeah. But I, this young, Raiders team, I'm not really – I'm not really – I'm not really high on anybody. I have anybody from that team. Yeah, I I don't expect that they. I think they're going to be move away from the run pretty quickly because that Saints defense really stingy, and I think they're yeah. going to try to throw a football. Yeah. Um. All right. That's that. That's that's all week two games. Uh. Now we're just going to do a quick. Um. We're going to do our quick. Uh. The, the tournament here because we kind of went over our sleepers throughout that thing. I don't think we got to dive back into those and say who, who we really think is coming up. So we're just going to do this this competition, like we said. Um, but before we do that, I want to take a quick timeout and talk to you guys about the Anchor app. We want to take a quick timeout to inform you guys about the Anchor app. The Anchor app is the number one stop shop for podcasting apps out there. If you guys ever want to start your own podcast, I highly recommend using the Anchor app. It's what we use here on the Leatherheads Fantasy Football Podcast to make our podcast it's easy, it's simple, and it has creation tools that allow you to make your podcast straight from your phone and or your laptop. So be sure to check out the Anchor app if you are really considering trying to make your own podcast. Again, it's easy. It's by far the easiest way I've ever made um, any of my podcast episodes, and it's it's free. That's, that's the best part. So you can head over to your Apple App Store or your Google Play App Store, whatever it is. You can download the app and make podcasts directly from your phone, or even better, if you have a laptop, you just go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, back to the show. All right, we're doing the I don't we don't really have a name for this yet. So, if you guys are listening, hit us up on social with a, with a good name. We're just going to kind of come up with a name on the spot here. It's the fantasy competition picks thing. Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and what, before we get started, our Instagram for anyone listening, Leatherheads underscore FF underscore podcast. Please follow us on Instagram. We follow back. And Twitter is at Leatherheads pod. P-O-D. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll get there. Um, DM us, uh, whatever it is. And another just last plug we're going to do. If you guys are listening right now, just do us a huge favor and just hit the subscribe button and then uh, for some reason, I've mentioned this on the TND podcast before. I don't know why. Uh, if you just do that like six times, you just subscribe and then un- resubscribe and then re- subscribe again. It really helps us. So just do that. Uh, but let's get into the competition here. So how it works is every week we're going to pick a position. Uh, and three of us, we don't know who everyone's taking. Um, so it could be all, we could all be taking the same players. Odds are that's not going to happen. This week, uh, we're taking quarterbacks, so we're each going to take one quarterback. Whoever performs the best wins that week, and the other two lose. So, Hunter, QB, who's your stud of the week? Stud of the week, we talked about him a little bit, and Rodgers. Uh, I mean, he lit it up. I Like Abel said, this guy's on a mission. He's a bad man. 364, four touchdowns versus the Vikings. Uh, he's facing a Lions defense that allowed Mitchell Trubisky to look good. Uh, I think Aaron Rodgers <laughs> lights it up again. All right, I, I don't hate it. Um, Solid choice. I love it. Yeah, that's a decent, for decent me, choice. Uh, are you one? Bell, who you got? For me, it's uh, no, Josh Allen for the Bills. Playing Miami. He had a really good game against the Jets last week. He had a couple uh, 
what you can call Allen moments where he just like fumbles a football, quick giveaways. <laughs> like he, it's the way he is. He's just sporadic a football player. But you know, like he had a he he easily could have thrown for another two hundred more yards and maybe a handful of touchdowns. Like they were that much better than them with Diggs, with Brown, with Moss on that team. Like this is gonna be a really good football team. All right, I respect. I respect. I respect the Josh Allen pick. So, to your pick. Um, I I have to go with Brady. I I think it's <laughs> it's, I I know to to uh. I know that Brady is a revenge tour guy, uh, and when he underperforms the next week, he shows the fuck up. So. I'm going Brady. Um, you know, I might not be his biggest fan right now, but he's still my favorite NFL player uh, of all time. He always will be, uh, even though he's not on the Pats. But I still think that this Panthers, the Panthers D, it's just he's you not feel playing bad Saints for them. D. Yep, you yeah, feel yeah. bad for them after what the Saints did. Yeah, it's it's so you know. I think I know all week. I watched the the press conferences with Brady. I know how pissed he looks. I've seen that look so many times <laughs> over the past twenty years. I know I I th- I'm almost like ninety nine percent sure I know what is about to happen on Sunday in that game, so I'm going Brady. I'm feeling pretty confident in that pick. I'm not gonna lie. I like uh, that pick. I like all three. Um, yeah, uh, you, um, you definitely start all three out there. Yeah, I th- I think for sure it's you can't go wrong uh, with whoever you pick there. But I think personally, uh, I I think I got this this Tiny week boy. in the bag with Brady. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I think I don't even think it's a question. We will uh, see. In, in terms of the pick. I think Aaron Rodgers is a good pick, but you know, Aaron Rodgers he usually loses a matchup with Tom Brady. Uh <laughs> that's just how it works out. So and I, I don't think uh I'm just not really I, I, I respect the Bell's pick, but I'm just like not even really putting it in in my uh I'm not even really thinking about it because of how Josh Allen does when Tom when Tom Brady's in question with a, in a competition with him, he just pretty much folds. So, I'm feeling confident with my pick. Uh, talking a little smack because that's just how I am, um, and I'm gonna gloat about it when I win next week. So, I oh, hope you guys are ready for that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, we are this this date Saturday date is not the the consistent date we're releasing this uh, every week. This week we're just backed up. It's gonna be a Thursday. Uh, morning. It's going to be out every Thursday morning from here on out throughout the NFL season. We're going to so be on the lookout for that. Set your alarms. Make sure uh, Thursday morning you're driving to work. This is planned because these are the days. If you uh, want to you win want your to league, continue. listen to us. Yeah, exactly. You and you want if you want uh your if you you got guys playing on Thursday night, you want uh those picks. You you want to you want our takes for those picks. Uh, so with that being said. I think we're good. All right. I think we're chilling. That's Operation One finished.